ബിസ്മില്ലാഹിമ <coughs> يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد هذا فوز عظيم صدق الله العظيم فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار اما بعد اي اسك الله سبحانه وتعالى ذا جس از هي از جاذرد اس هير توداي اون ذس داي اوف فرايداي مي الله سبحانه وتعالى جاذر اس الونج وذ اور فاميليز ان ذا كومبانيون شيب اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ان جنت فور دوس الاعلى امين يا رب العالمين We are going through days right now in the in the calendar that where you see people celebrating a certain entity you see people celebrating what they refer to as the 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 birth of Isa alayhi salam and today inshallah in this khutbah i want to just take this opportunity to explain that what do we believe as muslims regarding Isa alayhi salam what do we believe when it comes to the mother of Isa alayhi salam Maryam alayhi salam First of all we believe that when it comes to Isa alayhi salam he is purely and very clearly a very central part and a figure of our deen. In fact it is part of our iman that we also believe that Isa alayhi salam was a prophet that was sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Isa alayhi salam amongst all the prophets there are nabis there are prophets and there are rasuls and there are messengers there's a clear distinction amongst all of them but there are five who are considered as the ulul azam prophets there is isa alayhi salam there is ibrahim alayhi salam there is musa alayhi salam there is rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and there is uh, one more that's not uh, musa alayhi salam so there are five ulul azam prophets that are mentioned in the quran and one of them is isa alayhi salam isa alayhi salam has been mentioned over 25 times in the Quran and we also find in the Quran that he also was born of a miraculous birth we find the story of Maryam alayhi salam mentioned in the Quran even before she conceived Isa alayhi salam that her parents her father Imran and her and her mother they wanted a child for a very long time first of all this is a family that was clearly honored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah says in surah ali imran 
إن الله اصطفى آدم ونوحا وآل إبراهيم وآل عمران على العالمين. Allah is saying that He gave preference, He gave a certain honor to the family of Ibrahim alayhi salam and the family of Imran. And then they had, and then she was able to conceive. And at that time, she says that. Um, Adam wa Nuhan wa ala Ibrahim wa ala Imran wa ala Amin Dhurriyatan ba'duha min ba'du Wallahu sabi'un alim Ith qalatim ra'atu Imrana Rabbi inni nadhartu laka ma fi batani muharraran Fataqabbal minni That oh Allah you have given me You're giving me a child I want to have a boy So that I can serve I can let this boy serve in your worship I want this boy to be a leader A religious leader A religious figure A religious entity And, they, and therefore this child will serve as a leader and as a, as a religious leader in Majlis Aqsa and so forth. And then the Quran says, فَلَمَّا وَضَعَتْهَا قَالَتْ رَبِّ إِنِّي وَضَعْتُهَا أُنثَى She wanted a boy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the family of Imran a girl rather than a boy. And she was very grieved at that, at that news. But that is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gave this glad tiding, وَإِنِّي سَمَّيْتُهَا مَرْيَمْ وَإِنِّي أُعِيذُهَا بِكَ وَذُرِّيَّتَهَا مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ That we have given her the name Maryam. Think about it. This is not even... This is not the parents who are giving this, this the name. This is Allah giving the name. What a beautiful name given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the, the name of Maryam to the family and said, this is the name of your child and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect his child. And then we also find in the story of Maryam alayhi salam, even before that when she was under the guardianship, the supervision of Zakaria alayhi salam, only, only Zakaria alayhi salam had access to that room, but every single time he would come to that room, he would see that she has fruits and she has food. And he would ask, Ya Maryam yu'anna laki hadha, that oh Maryam, where did this food come from, come from? And she would say, She would respond by saying that this is only and only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives sustenance to whomever, to whomever He wants without any accountability. And that is when, when Zakaria saw that only I have access and this food is coming directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he sees that Allah's powers are in full swing that is when he made a dua to Allah that if Allah can make something impossible absolutely possible and give her sustenance then most certainly I want a child too and he and his wife have been trying to have a child and that is when he made a dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave Zakaria alayhi salam a glad tiding of a child that will come whose name was Yahya and that's why we find that Yahya and Isa alayhi salam they were very close in terms of their time Yahya alayhi salam was a final prophet. He was the final Nabi to be sent to Bani Israel. And Isa alayhi salam was the final Rasul and the final messenger to be sent to Bani Israel. And he is the, the last prophet, the last messenger to be sent before Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And between Isa alayhi salam and the Prophet sallallahu there was no other prophet or no other messenger that came. So this is something that we find in the Quran and we find in the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Maryam alayhi salam, as far as her, she is concerned, there is no other woman in the Quran that has been honored the way she is honored. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, إِذْ قَالَتِ الْمَلَائِكَةُ يَا مَرْيَمُ 
ان الله اصطفاك وطهرك واصطفاك على نساء العالمين this word istafa means it is a very special selection this is why one of the names of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is known as Al-Mustafa. Why Al-Mustafa? Because this is a very special selection made by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The word Istafa means this is not just any ordinary selection, a very special selection. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya Maryam, inna Allah astafaki, we have specially chosen you, wastafaki ala nisa'il alameen. Allah gave her a daraja, Allah gave her a maqam, and Allah gave her a status and a rank that, uh, that is super seeds all the other women in human history. This is an honor given to by Allah, by Allah to Maryam We also find in the Quran, there is no woman mentioned by name except for Maryam When Allah referred to the, to the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Nisa and Nabi. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala referred to the wife of Fir'aun, Asiya, who will be one of the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in Jannah, he says, Imra'atu Fir'aun, Imra'atu Nuh, Imra'atu Luth. Every time we find the word Imra'a that is mentioned in the Quran, no woman has been mentioned by name in the Quran except for Maryam alayhi salam. This is a distinguished honor given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not only that, but we also find that there's only one surah, in the, there's a surah, a surah in the Quran in the 16th juz that has been named after Maryam alayhi salam. Also a very distinguished honor given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And subhanallah, when you study Surah Maryam, one thing that you see very common in Surah Maryam is the theme of Rahmah, the theme of mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And subhanallah, when you study the life of Maryam alayhi salam, no matter how many challenges she went through, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, time after time, He showed His mercy to Maryam alayhi salam. Today, quickly, right now, there is not so much time left for the khutbah, but I want to quickly run through some lessons and reflections that we can learn from the story of Maryam alayhi salam. The very first thing is that when it came to the mother of Maryam, she wanted a boy. Something that is very common in our society too that when we are about to expect a child in our family Most people you will hear them say that I want a boy Why for whatever their personal reasons are but what we learn from the Quran is that whatever child that Allah gives us There is nothing wrong in having a girl in fact the girls and um, Something that, is, that was very contrary at that time people did not want girls But when Rasulullah he came he taught that the girls and the banana they bring the rahmah inside the house and that's why I think about you know put the connection together surah maryam rahmah girls rahmah it is a connection all together and so the prophet ﷺ, he taught us that what is the reward of having girls in your family what is the reward that when you have two girls and three girls and four girls and more than that how they protect and how they will intercede for their parents on the day of judgment so whenever we are about to have a child rather than asking that i want a boy or I want a girl, rather we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Oh Allah, whatever you give me, I want them to be righteous. I want them to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today, the first thing we will say is, I want my child to become a doctor. I want my child to become this. I want my child to become that. There's nothing wrong in saying that. There's nothing wrong to have lofty expectations. But the very first thing before all this is, I want my child to be serve to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I want my my boy or my girl, I want my son or my daughter to be close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it does not matter what we have as long as we raise them the right way. 
when it comes to spirituality, one gender does not have superiority over the other gender. Otherwise, in this case, we would have seen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, instead of giving a girl, Allah would have given them a boy. We also learned that when it comes to putting your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, always put your trust in Allah. Do not deviate from the trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Maryam alayhi salam. Think about this. Maryam alayhi salam, she is, she is expecting a child. And she realizes that people may accuse me of doing something that is wrong because she has conceived in a, not in the natural way. And then she wor she's worried about the reputation, the repercussions, what people will say. And not only that, but it is also mentioned that she came to a tree and she says, Ya laytani mittu qabla hadha wa kuntu nasiyam mansiya. Oh Allah, I wish I was dead. I wish I was, I have no life. And not only that, but I wish I was completely forgotten. Meaning that someone has passed away, they are forgotten, the upcoming generations have completely forgotten that this person has even e ever existed. This is what the word means and that is exactly what she asked for but we don't realize that sometimes you have to put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes we go through challenges but who knows that in the challenges that you and I we face on a daily basis perhaps that is where the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come this is where the nusra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come and did Maryam alayhi salam know that even though she's going through challenges this time but later on she will be recognized as one of the greatest women ever. Did she know that she will be re honored and revered the way she, we revere her today? Perhaps no. But this shows us, and this is a lesson for all of us, that no matter in life, you and I will go through challenges. Allah will test us in different ways, in different, in different ways that you, cannot, you and I cannot even imagine. But that is when we put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guidance, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us get through the challenge. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of course He is the one who has put us in the challenge. But if we turn to Allah, then Allah will find ways to help us get through that challenge too. Just like He found and He made ways for Maryam alayhi salam to get through that challenge. So never lose your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And remember that every single time you and I, we go through a challenge in life, perhaps the, the reason why we're going through that challenge is because Allah has something better stored for us later on down the road in the future. When we say the story of Yusuf alayhi salam, challenge after challenge, he was thrown into the well, he was then thrown into prison, he was forgotten in the prison, but then all that later on came together and he was made the financial minister of Egypt. We find throughout the stories of the Anbiya a very common theme that in the earlier in their lives, they went through much struggles, but then later on, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He helped them. So this is why never complain. Rather, we should always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us in our matters. We also find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala truly is capable of doing anything. As I shared the story of Zakariya alayhi salam, that when he saw that Allah is giving sustenance from places that he did not even know, is coming directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for some something that he did not, he also felt that there's no way I can have a child my wife has has gone beyond that period in her life that age in her life and she is barren there's no way she can have a child but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he showed that this is when it comes to Allah Inna Allah ala kulli shay'in qadeer. 
Allah, when He wants to do something, there is nothing that stands in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The world may say it's impossible, but there is, the word impossible does not apply and it does not exist in the dictionary of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather, whatever Allah wants to do, He does as He wish. So these are just few things I want to mention. Inshallah, next part of the khutbah, there are some things I do want to mention about this, this celebration that people are doing. And I just want to say a few words about that, inshallah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us steadfast upon the true deen. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us steadfast upon the true, the true theology that has been revealed to us by Allah and that has been taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen rabbal alameen. Barakallahu lana wa lakum fil qur'an azim. Wa nafa'na wa iyaakum yati wa dhikil hakim. Astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Wa li sayyid muslimin fastaghfiru innahu wal ghafur rahim. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد when we talk to when we see Christians and what they are celebrating first of all we need to understand that there is no historical biblical information that we find that this is the day that Isa alayhi wasalam was born. This is a day that they are celebrating and they think that this is the day that Isa alayhi wasalam was born, although there is no information about this. Rather, this celebration that they are doing, it is, a, it is part of paganistic rituals that was originated by Constantine and some of the other Celtic from Ireland and so forth. In those areas, some practices that emerged and today we see this happening. There is no information. In fact, majority of the Christian Scholars today will say that this is not the day that Isa alayhi salam was born. In fact, we leave that to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When was he born? Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows, but is of, of no reason to know because it's irrelevant. At this point, we also need to realize that there is no place in the Bible that is also mentioned that Isa alayhi salam is a son of God. This is something that we see people doing. They say that Isa alayhi salam is a son of God. We believe that Isa alayhi salam was a prophet of Allah. We believe that Isa was raised when the people came after him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave his appearance to someone else and someone else was crucified. The Quran makes it very, very clear. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala using the word yaqeen that absolutely 100% this is absolutely false if they say that they have killed Isa Isa is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as we find in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he will come at another time we also find in the Quran that when on the day of judgment people will come to Isa alayhi salam and they will say we worshipped you we believe that you were the son of God. We worship your mother, Mayyam alayhi salam. And that is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will ask Isa alayhi salam. إِذْ قَالَ اللَّهُ يَا عِيسَى بَنَ مَرْيَمْ أَأَنْتَ قُلْتَ لِلنَّاسِ Did you tell these people, اِتَّخِذُونِي وَأُمِّيَ إِلَهَيْنِ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ Did you tell these people to worship you? Did you tell these people to worship your mother? And that is when Isa alayhi salam will be very explicit in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he will say, مَا يَكُونُ لِي أَنْ أَقُولَ مَا لَيْسَ لِي بِحَقِّ Oh Allah, subhanak, how can I say something like this? 
I never told them anything to do. I never told them anything of this nature. I never told them to worship me. I never told them to worship my mother. But they did this out of misguidance. So this is something that we find in the Quran. And we have to understand what our aqidah is, what our theology is. We find, and this is why Rasulullah wasallam he taught us that never revere someone where sometimes you revere someone so much so that then you go either extreme levels and then people start doing shirk and so forth. So this is why we find that even today, sometimes people revere one person so much so that they go to extreme limits. This is why when it comes to all of our anbiya, we revere them because they are anbiya wasallam. We learn from their teachings and likewise we learn from Rasulullah wasallam. There are times when people so much they revere Rasulullah to such an extent that sometimes they will also go into the gray area and in the haram area. This is why our deen is a very balanced deen. We see in the case of Isa Islam. By the way, this is something that happened later on, almost 300 years before Rasulullah came, that Constantine, he took a small portion or a small, you know, there's a small group of people who believed in this concept of Trinity. And then there was a there was a an event known as the Nicaea Creed, where the the Trinity concept of Christianity became the mainstream uh, mainstream ideology of Christianity, and it spread throughout the entire world. And this is why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He refers to this in the Quran when He says, "Laqad qalu Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He refers to this in the Quran. So this is something that we find that these are absolutely false and they are batil. We believe that Isa Islam is a prophet of Allah. We believe that Maryam Islam is a revered woman, and we learn from their stories and we learn lessons and reflections from the stories of the Quran the Sunnah of Rasulullah I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us our children our upcoming generation steadfast upon the deen al-haq and to give them the right understanding of deen and to give us and our upcoming generations the ability to learn from the stories of the Quran and the Sunnah and especially the stories of Maryam alayhi and all the Anbiya Isa alayhi and so forth Amin Rabbil Alameen اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين في كل مكان اللهم انصرنا على من خالفنا واحفظ بلادنا وأصلح أولادنا واشف مرضانا وعاف مبتلانا وارحم موتانا وخذ بيدينا إلى كل خير وعصمنا من كل شر واحفظنا من كل ضير اللهم قسم لنا من خشيتك ما تحول به بيننا وبين معصيتك ومن طاعتك ما تبلغنا به جنتك ومن يقين ما تهون بعلينا مصائب الدنيا ومتعنا بأسماعنا وأبصارنا وقواتنا ما حيتنا وجعل الوارث منا وجعل ثأرنا على من ظلمنا وانصرنا على من عادانا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر حمنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا إلى النار مصيرنا ولا تسلط علينا من لا يرحمنا اللهم إنا نسلك علما نافعا وعملا متقبلا ورزقا واسعا وشفاء من كل داء اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعاء لا يستجاب أمير رب العالمين إن الله يأمر العدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء المنكر والباغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون أقم الصلاة So there's um, just a humble reminder that because of the 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 spike in the COVID cases um, Today, inshallah, when uh, the brothers in the front hall, please do exit through the, uh, the, the two side doors, inshallah. And the brothers in the back, they can exit, inshallah, uh, from the back. If there is anyone in the gym, gym. If there is anyone in the gym, you can exit uh, from the gym area, inshallah. Jazakumullah khair. 
Uh, fill out the gaps, please. Come in front. Fill out the gaps. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Hayya ala salati, hayya ala al-falah. Qad qamat al-salat, qad qamat al-salat. الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله. لا إله إلا الله. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Maliki Yawmiddin, Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'een, Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem, Sirat Al-Ladheena An'amta Alayhim, Ghayri Al-Maghdubi Alayhim, Waladhaleen. قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر 
الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله